Get Up Nation. I hope you're enjoying the Get Up Nation podcast on www.anchor.fm. As a podcast host on over 20 platforms, I really enjoy how easy it is to use Anchor, how Anchor makes everything I need available in one place for free, accessible on your smartphone or desktop computer. Go to www.anchor.fm now. In case you didn't know, Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit each episode. If you're concerned about the distribution of your hard work, don't sweat it because Anchor takes care of that too. If you're considering becoming a podcaster, I would highly recommend Anchor as your choice to begin sharing your content with the world. What up, Get Up Nation? My name is Ben Biddick, the host of the Get Up Nation podcast and co-author of Get Up, The Art of Perseverance with former Major League Baseball player and CEO of Lurong Living, Adam Greenberg. Recently, I had the honor of speaking with my first repeat guest on the show, Sam Greenberg. Sam is the founder of a 501c3 nonprofit organization called MS for MS, which is a sports-oriented nonprofit organization that raises funds to help advance multiple sclerosis research while raising awareness of MS at all sports stadiums. Sam was gracious enough to join me on episode 8 of the podcast to share the amazing things his organization was doing to help find a cure. I'm honored Sam took time out of his schedule to link up with me a second time to share some of the latest developments in his pursuit of ending the suffering associated with multiple sclerosis. Sam, welcome back to the Get Up Nation podcast. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me. Excited to be back. Now, on one of your promotional videos at ms4ms.org, you share the reality that 2.5 million people are affected by MS worldwide. MS is more commonly diagnosed in women, and currently there is no cure. You describe how people with MS wake up and fight harder than any of us can imagine. Will you share what some of the tremendous challenges are that people who have been diagnosed face in their lives? Yeah, no question. I personally don't have MS. I've come across so many, you know, they refer to as MS warriors because they fight harder every day than any of us can imagine. And whether it be vision problems, balance problems, feeling in their fingers, you don't know what the symptom will be for one person because it varies for every single person. It depends on where the scar is located on either your brain or your spinal cord that dictate what the symptoms are that you're facing. It could be bladder issues. It could be loss of memory. It really varies. So that's why it's one of those invisible diseases that's so important to not only talk about and make people feel like they're not alone who have it, but also just raise awareness. So that way, if you are experiencing symptoms, you can get it checked out and, and have an idea of what it might be. One of the issues for so many people who do suffer with MS is that it takes months, if not years, to actually be diagnosed with the disease because the symptoms vary so much and there's no way to pinpoint it. But if you can catch MS in its earlier stages, like I said, while there is no cure, there are better ways to treat it at this point because of the amazing research and the funds that are being raised. So awareness is so important. Raising funds to help advance, to find a cure is important, and, and having fun is important, and that's where, uh, where MS for MS comes in. I love that. Sam, you have a passion for sports and for ending the suffering associated with MS. On Episode 8, you shared why you blended these passions together to create your organization. Since we talked last, what are some of the accomplishments you and MS for MS have achieved in pursuit of finding a cure? Yeah, so this past year in 2018, we hosted eight different MS awareness and fundraising events revolved around sports and fitness, ranging from a Friday night dance party at a local gym to a New York Yankee Stadium event where we had 65 people in attendance wearing the color orange 
during a game with the Yankees and the Rangers where both teams are blue and we were a big patch of orange in the outfield just creating awareness and, and getting people to the game also who have MS. They were, you know, that, that event was one of my favorite of the year because it brought together people who have it with their families. It got people talking about it. One woman came up to us in our group who wasn't even there for our event and simply said, you know, is this for MS? And we said yes, and she said, I'm actually an MS warrior, and this is absolutely amazing. Something like that, that happened at our Denver event where a gentleman stopped me. We did a similar thing at Coors Field in Denver where we all wore orange, despite the two teams at the time being the Rockies and the Reds. They were purple and red. We had a big group of orange, and a gentleman came up to me after the game, and similar to the, what the woman said in New York, she had asked, you know, is this for MS? And, and we said yes, and he said his sister suffers from MS, and it was just so great to see a cause be supported in a public venue while also getting people out to have a good time. So towards the end of the year, we were fortunate enough to donate $10,000 to the John Hopkins Project Restore Research Center, and we made a formal donation to them, and our goal for 2019 is to make a $50,000 donation right back to their research center because they're cutting edge of research when it comes to MS and, and finding a cure, and there's no better place in the country than Johns Hopkins in Baltimore, Maryland, and we're proud to support them and give to their research and fortunate that they have been able to attend a few of our events as well and and be there right for us as a support system, and it goes both ways. So we've had really successful events at Spartan events, and we've been to games, and we've had a local baseball tournament as well where the kids use orange bats. So all of our events are sports-oriented. They're focused on having a good time. They're focused on spreading awareness and making people feel supported in a cause that's rarely talked about. We can't wait to see what happens in 2019. For anybody who doesn't fully understand what it means to spread orange, will you share the initiative that you have called Spreading Orange? Yeah, so this past year, we actually got, you know, not only our name, but our, our slogan. So our name, you know, ms for ms we got it officially trademarked through the government. It just adds another layer of validation to, to what we're doing. And same goes for our slogan. So we say we're spreading orange. And what that means is it's raising awareness, it's supporting those who have it, it's coming together to find a cure, and all while doing that, we focus on having fun. You can be one person going to a game in California and, you know, watching the Angels play and taking a picture with your shirt, and and you're spreading orange with us. And we've been so fortunate to have such a large following across the country. Join in in that movement and go to a college basketball game, an NHL game, a football game, a baseball game, and simply wear our shirt and pose that they're spreading orange. And it just means that they're supporting their loved ones and supporting people they don't even know. And they're just getting out there and enjoying themselves. So if anyone wants to, to be spreading orange with us, we, we sell merchandise on our msforms.org website. They can contact me today for any of our new merchandise that's going to be coming in 2019. If you enjoy sports, if you go to a game and you want to support a good cause, all you have to do is wear a little orange, wear our shirt, be a part of that movement. It's really exciting to see it continue to grow, and it's just the beginning, as I like to say. I had the honor of wearing some of your gear at Miller Park here last year, and it adds a whole other element when you're going to a, a ball game, when you're going to a sporting event, no matter what it is, or no matter if it's professional, college, high school, right? You do this at, at all echelons of, of sports, so it can add to people's enjoyment of the game because 
you know as you go there, you're not just going to be entertained, but you're doing something positive to be a part of a, a huge network where you can support people that may not even, like you were describing, people in the stands who may be fighting that invisible fight. They may see that, that hat you're wearing or the shirt you're wearing. Then once they tune into your social media and they understand what spreading orange means, they would learn that night that not only did they see an athletic event, but they joined a network of people who are supportive of them as they battle that disease. I love that positive aspect of what you're doing. Exactly. And it's been, it's been so inspiring. Like I said, while, while I personally don't suffer from MS, you know, I have family members who have battled the disease in the past and are currently battling it. But I only grow more and more passionate about supporting the cause because of how many people I meet who have MS that are just not letting it affect them. And while they're battling a fight that you can't see, they're out there signing up for Spartan races or just getting out there and raising their family and doing the little things that people who have no struggles may take for granted. But at the end of the day, they don't let it interfere. They're called MS Warriors for a reason, uh, and we're proud to support them. That's awesome. You're doing amazing things with your organization, Sam. And one of the things I like the most is how you share on your website the personal stories of people who have been diagnosed with MS in their own words. At the time we're recording this episode, Ryan Penton's is the most recent journey that's shared there. He writes of his experience with MS, the emotional toll of the disease, his stress, his anxiety, and how he copes with its challenges. He concludes with the, the statement, I can spend my days in fear or I can spend my days in gratitude for the amazing gift I've been given. Perspective shifts are not easily acquired for me, so I choose to be in gratitude for this life and all I am able to do. Will you share some of why you wanted to put those personal stories on your website? Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up. And we actually have two or three that I was actually working on previously today that are going to be coming in the coming weeks and the coming months. And for me, like I said, while it's so important to get out and have fun and enjoy life and, and spread awareness, it's also really important for me to grow this organization with the focus of the most important thing is we're supporting real people who are fighting a real battle. And it's hard to gain perspective on what somebody else's battle is unless you hear it from their own words. So it was really important for me to not only give them the opportunity to be a spotlight and give them a chance to, to proudly wear orange and tell their friends and family what they have. You know, we released a previous blog that someone had been a part of it who was a baseball coach in South Carolina. And so many people who either he had coached or he had worked with, you know, they didn't know he had MS. And it had been years since his diagnosis. And for him to have the courage to share his story, put it out there, and put it out there in a way where he's going to be proud of what he has and he's going to, he's going to just keep fighting it head on, you know, that's, that's why we do this. It's, it's to bring attention to something that's important, that's real, have other people understand what they're going through. Because like we talked about previously, it is an invisible disease for certain people. For others, if they're in a wheelchair, it's a little easier to see. But for other people, they just can't feel their fingers or their toes or, you know, they have vision problems like we had mentioned. So, um, you know, it's all at the end of the day that the focus is to find a cure for those who are fighting MS. And if we can shine some light and some positivity in that and, and support the people who have it in the meantime, then that's, that's the goal. So I wanted to make it, you know, as real as possible and, and give people a chance to uh, – to really just use this as a platform. We use uh, sports as our platform to spread awareness, and we want MS Warriors to use MS for MS as their, as their platform. In the people you serve, Sam, as they battle with this disease, resilience and perseverance are essential. 
What are some of the things people can do to stay resilient uh, during the course of this disease process and to persevere through the adversity? It looks like Ryan deploys a focus on gratitude for, for what he is able to do, changing his perspective from what he can't do. What are some other ways that people can be resilient and possess as much well-being as possible during this disease process? Yeah, it's, growing up, one of my favorite quotes, and it was given to me actually by my father, and it was given to him from his, his mother, but the one thing that we control is our attitude. At the end of the day, our attitude and our effort are, are some of the only things that we can control in life. We can't control what happens to us with a disease that we don't know is or is not coming, or a job offer that does or does not come. But the only thing we can really control is who we surround ourselves with and the attitude we take towards our daily life. You know, I have the executive editor of our organization. His, his name is Garrett Owen, and he personally suffers from muscular dystrophy. His mom has MS, which is why he wanted to be a part of the Spreading Orange movement and be a part of our organization. He's one of my best friends, and he is the definition of looking at adversity, staying positive, and doing the little things every single day to make him better. Whether that means, you know, taking his medication on time or staying focused day in and day out or, you know, starting a fundraiser to support his mom because that makes him feel good. He embodies what it means to have perseverance. He has such a, an element to our organization that's so important. It's inspiring to see what he does. And for anybody who's fighting whatever they're fighting, it's, you know, just keep going. Stay positive. Stay focused on, on your goals. If you don't have goals, you're not going anywhere. And, uh, and if you have that and you have a reason and a passion and, and you're surrounding yourself with good people, that's when good things start to happen. What are some ways that people can help support those who suffer from MS if they don't uh, suffer from it themselves in order to help them be resilient? Are there actions people have taken that are particularly effective in giving them the support they need? What practical things can we do? Yeah, that's a great question. And we do have a blog article on our website that talks about how to be a support system for those who have MS. There's so many things that you can do, and it, it ranges from something as so small as wearing an orange T-shirt, you know, an orange MS for MS T-shirt to a game, posting it and showing that you're just supporting your friends, to being there for them if they have to go to the hospital for an infusion to deal with their MS symptoms. So it ranges, but it, at the end of the day, it all comes back to just being a support system. Uh, while we all have our struggles, it's so important to make sure that but you don't treat anybody and you don't, you know, go about your day any differently because of any struggles that they're going through. Garrett is a perfect example. You know, if I, if, I, if I feel bad for anything that he's doing, he doesn't want that. All he wants is just for people to just treat him normal, and he wants people to be there to support him. And I'm proud to do that and proud to be his friend in that regard. And just in general, it's, you know, just be there for people and stay stay positive. If they're ready to ask for something, great. If not, then just be there for them in another way. It all comes back to understanding the personality of the person that you want to help. If they need you to hold their hand during their infusion, or they just want you to send them healthy recipe tips, because healthy eating is such an important part of staying on top of MS symptoms. So it ranges, but just be there for them and know that nothing is going to hold them back from, uh, from accomplishing their goals. Excellent. So it's officially 2019. What will MS for MS be doing this year to help find a cure? Yeah, so we have about nine events already lined up for our schedule, and those are simply events that are being hosted by MS for MS. If anyone is interested or wants to start their own fundraiser to support our cause, I'm always happy to work with them 
provide support, provide merchandise if needed. But our next MS for MS events that are coming up, uh, our first one is March 1st. It's a Friday night dance party that's run by our MS for MS ambassador, who is a instructor at this gym. So we have a goal of raising over $2,000 for that event. And then we lead into our March Madness for a Cause event where we're targeting to raise over $5,000 through a contest sponsored by PC Richard and Son, where they will be donating our top prizes once again, similar to last year. We have a a Spartan race at Nationals Park in Washington, D.C., with a a fundraiser brunch right afterwards at Mission Navy Yard in in downtown D.C. And then uh, then the summer kicks off with uh, with some exciting events. One, our first college baseball event uh, will be at Southern Connecticut State University, where the players will use orange baths help us spread awareness, and we're going to be partnering with the fraternities and sororities to raise funds leading up to the event. Then we hit the, the big league. So we go to uh, Yankee Stadium, Coors Field, and uh, Comerica Park for a first time out in Detroit. And then we wrap up our event schedule with a golf outing in Maryland area, followed by our uh, Spreading Orange Series, which is our wood bat tournament for, uh, for youth baseball to help spread awareness and raise funds. So whether you're in Detroit, Denver, New York, D.C., Maryland, all across the country. We're hosting different events, and we want everybody to be a part of this spreading orange movement and, and raising funds to help find a cure for MS, and that's the most important thing. Is there a special focus? If, if somebody listening to this is part of a sports organization or they're an athlete, what ways can they partner with you? Are there specific things that you've done in the past or that you're seeking to do in the coming year? Yeah, so whether somebody wants to just support our cause by buying merchandise, we're always selling that through our website or if they're located in any of the cities that I had just mentioned. As we grow our organization, we're going to be partnering with local businesses who want to support the cause and be a part of our movement, so that way we can maximize our funds that are raised for the cause and ultimately that we can give to Johns Hopkins. So if you're located in any of the areas that I mentioned the events are, or you simply want to just buy merchandise, uh, we are always looking for sponsors, whether it be corporate sponsors, individual family sponsors, and I have full information and breakdown of what those sponsorships entail and, you know, what you receive in return as part of being a sponsor for ms for ms My email address and all my contact information will be posted uh, along with this podcast. So feel free to contact me directly or go to our website, reach out with any questions. But we're always looking for, uh, for people to get involved. We have ms for ms ambassadors ranging from Maryland to, uh, to Missouri. So we have them across the country at this point, and we're looking to expand our team. So uh, I'm really excited to see what happens next. All right, Sam, I always end the show with six questions to help my listeners understand the why within my phenomenal guests. Will you run through these six quick questions with me? Yep, round round two. Let's do it. (laughs) Who are you thankful for today? Uh, I'm going to get the same answer as last time, my my family. My family is one of the most important groups of people in my life. And, uh, and I wouldn't be here without them. So uh, I'm always thankful for them. And now that we've covered who you're thankful for, what are you thankful for today? I'm thankful for my health, and I'm thankful for the opportunity to have a platform to help others. When those things come together, you know, really special things can happen. How do you fuel the fire within you? So last time I said keep going, and this time I'm going to say push for more. You know, you can always keep going and, and look to see what you want to do, but it's really important to push yourself for even more than what you think you're capable of, because even if you fail, that means you're trying something new, and you're going to learn from it, so I'll always push for more. I'm going to go with that this time. All right. What was one thing adversity taught you to value? Trust the people who know you best around you. Sometimes, and this goes for, for MS as well in general, it's 
know, depression is a, is a common symptom for, for MS. And it's really important that even if you don't know personally what's going on or what the areas are that are bothering you, trust the people who know you best. And sometimes the best way to help yourself is by listening to them and trusting that. So that's an important thing for, for anybody who's, who's suffering or dealing with anything is surround yourself with good people. And then when dealing with adversity, sometimes it's good to just trust them and let them guide you to a better, better side. What are you doing today you never thought you could? I guess growing up, if you said I would be running a, a nonprofit organization, I would kind of look at you a little funny. So the fact that it's starting to grow into a, a really well-known and positive nonprofit is something that, you know, not to say that I never thought I could or would, but I'm really proud that it's something that I'm doing now. So, and I'm excited, like I said, to, uh, to see it just continue to grow. And what will you do tomorrow? that you never thought you could. Raise $50,000 for a good cause, give it to a, a research center. So that's my goal for 2019, one that I'm really excited and looking forward to accomplishing and never thought I could or would do that. But the fact that it's within reach and realistic for a calendar year is something I'm more than passionate about uh, accomplishing. Love it. Sam, how can people learn more about you and MS for MS? So you can contact me. All my, my contact information will be where Ben publishes uh, the podcast itself. Uh, but also feel free to visit ms4ms.org. That's ms, the number 4ms.org. My email is samgreenberg at ms4ms.org. You can contact me directly. Always happy to, to talk about, like I said, new ideas, supporting our current events, or just being there for people who have MS who are looking for a support system, and we can guide them in the right direction. So I'm always, uh, my door is always open, and looking forward to, uh, to what's next. Thank you, Sam Greenberg, founder of MS4MS.org, for the time you took to join GetUp Nation and to share your passion and commitment for serving MS warriors. GetUp Nation, go to MS4MS.org to learn ways you can make your next trip to your favorite sports venue more than just entertainment. Make it a statement of support for all those who may be there, dealing with the often invisible challenges associated with MS. Partner with Sam, MS4MS, Johns Hopkins, and all MS warriors to make the very most of this gift of life.